0: Love Talk Radio Playing Sports City Chefs From Amazon Music
1: Yeah Woo Let's go Y'all need to sit back Listen, enjoy the ride Sip something, light it up, enjoy the ride Cause the Sports City Chefs Is on the night In the kitchen cooking up, they on the ride Sport city, sport city, chef, chef. Sport city, sport city, chef, chef. Sport city, sport city, chef, chef. Sport city, sport city, sports city, sports city Yes, Lord, we got a brand new present. Joe Biden, we riding. I pray you haven't said Word from the wise, my people stay ahead. Of. Come on. I've been relevant, trying to survive the elements. It ain't no love in these streets, these dudes telling it. Case goes from cold to hot state. Kaboom. Sports City Chefs is in the room, cooking up hot topics to put up on the spoon, they well in tune, blown like a flower in June, Superman vs. MF Doom, the clouds loom, To so tell a friend it's the Sports City Chefs again, pay attention, tune in, we on the set again, Sports City Uh,
2: uh, uh, uh. Well, it's draft day here in uh, Sports City. I am your host for the moment, James Greenwood, Mr. Controversy, and the Boobers are ready for uh, Commissioner Roger Goodell, and the Jacksonville Jaguars are on the clock, and they're going to pretend like they really don't know who they're picking, even though they have known for probably about three months, but hey, you need those commercial dollars. So, um, do you want to call in, comment on who your team is picking or who you think they will pick next? The call in number is, the call in number is 929. 929- four seven seven two seven five nine. You could be anywhere in the world, but you are here with the chefs and we have our first caller in queue. Caller from the three six zero, you are on the air. How are you doing today?
0: Hey, what's going on man? I just calling to chop hey, up with you. Let's uh, do this show together. Yeah, you didn't recognize me because I sh- uh, I gave you the five one five number tonight. Since I got to be pretty constant, <laughs> I decided to I decided to use a different phone for that tonight. <laughs> nice. There
2: we go. We. No. Get- <laughs> nice see All you, Michael, right, so, uh, and um, yeah. So it is draft day here in Sports City. Um, obviously, um, so this is a very different draft year than, than most others because we don't even know who the first overall pick is as of right now. It's not clear cut. And yeah, so yeah. It, is, it is not clear cut like it has been in years past. Uh, so what are you thinking, Hutchinson or uh, maybe a trip on Walker?
0: I think you're going to go – I wonder if you go line. I really – I wonder if you go one of those linemen.
2: Oh really? You think but, that they're going to go completely off the um, off the beaten I'm, path? I'm, and... I'm not saying
0: for I'm not saying for sure they will, but if there's a guy that they think is a franchise tackle, you might go do it.
2: Uh, no, you just got do a you think there's one? Do you think there's a? Fr- I mean, because is it, a pretty strong draft class in tackle, but there. But I think this is true about pretty much every single player in this draft class and every position in this draft class that there is a lot of players that are good, are well above average uh, projection-wise, but maybe with the exception of, like, Sauce and Gardner, very few of these people feel like special prospects. Like, Trevon Walker, whoever
0: saying is. It lacks the flash, I feel like. Mm-hmm. It's, got, it's got a lot of substance. <laughs> And I think that you can get better in this draft if you draft well. Like these teams that you may not get like your linchpins or your dynamic uh, players that like completely move the needle, but you can really like get a lot deeper and get a lot better if you draft well in this draft. I mean, there's a, there's enough talent <laughs> in this draft to really improve your franchise.
2: Yeah, there there is a depth to this draft, which is why I think it's going to be a very hard time finding anybody who's going to move. Up in this draft class, um, and but if, if they do, it's going to be at a discount because I I, I I find a very hard time thinking, hey, the the eighth overall pick is that much more significantly better than the fifteenth or maybe even the twentieth, twenty first. So there's that- definitely a, a dynamic breakdown from that.
0: Unless there's a position you really like at any point, and there's one or two guys left and and one of them goes, and you really feel like there's a huge drop off at this position, and you really feel like you need this um for your team i mean just because just because it's not a draft that yields to it, I think you could still see something
2: something like that happen, oh sure, yeah, and I think from from my perspective um the that position is the cornerback position. Um that, that we're gonna see that happen first. Um because there's Sauce Gardner, there is um Derek Stingley from from uh LSU, LSU. And then there's a yep, then there's a drop and then there's uh Trent McDuffie and then there's another drop <laughs> and then there's the rest, you know. Um, so it, I, I don't think that this is a particularly deep cornerback class, but those top two three guys I think are, are pretty clear-cut number one folks. All
0: right. So what are you expecting here with this first pick? Have you said already
2: what, um, what are you expecting? I, I, I think I think I think Aiden Hutchinson is likely to be the number one overall pick, and I th- and and this might be like a little. Fourth wall kind of breaking idea, but there's a reason why uh, Trevon Walker's not here at uh, Las Vegas tonight. So I think it's because he knows he's not the first overall pick, and there's a potential that he slides pretty far, because if he doesn't go one or two, he could slide eight, ten, twelve. He could fall pretty deep, because Trevon Walker feels to me more like a Jadavian Clowney type than... um, than like a Joey Bosa type.
0: Oh yeah, I, I I see that. I, it it's interesting to see because it's either going to be if it if he does fall, it's either going to be a big steal for somebody. I mean, and who knows? Some of this ends up becoming about fit too. In a lot of ways, mm-hmm. like even if it's not the most ideal for what you get paid, sometimes falling a little bit. Can actually be, be beneficial to you if you really go to a good system or whatever else, and it it really fits your oh. skill set.
2: Yeah, and but um, yeah, and fit is always the better predictor of who's going to be the better player than um than than overall talent because you can be a very talented player and not um not ultimately work out because you're in a system that is going to try to mold you into their own like design. And, um, that, that is another really important thing when it comes to the draft and why some people who everybody thinks is this ultimate, um, you know, supreme blue chip prospect ends up failing because he ends up in a system that doesn't quite cater to them. And that's why we see that a lot. But
0: There's the, a tra- first tra- tra- yeah. in, the first overall pick is in, and there is, is Trayvon yeah. Walker. Trayvon Walker.
2: Uh, Trayvon Walker is the pick. What do you think about this pick?
0: I mean, huh. uh, it, it's interesting. A lot of people. I, I can see. Uh, I can see why you would take him. I, I think he's. Uh, He's got some – He's he has the skills. Like, can he put it together, or is it a flash in the – we'll see. But I, I think that he is a guy that, if he could realize potential, could be a, a guy that can move the needle and can go rush the, the path
2: and disrupt. Oh, sure. And – um, I mean, what we talk about, and the RAS scale is going to be something I talk about a lot in this. Mostly the outliers, the supremely high outliers, because that seems to be uh, who gets drafted highest. But Trevon Walker was about a 9.96, I believe, in the RAS score, which means relative to his position, he's athletic as all hell. Is basically what that's telling you. Um, Good. Good. and. That's where that potential comes in. Is that he's strong, he's fast, he's agile. So keep, keep in mind,
0: that's what Jadavion mm-hmm. Clowney was. I mean, and, and so in a lot of ways, Javon Kirsch was sort of that at a different level. But uh, that's what Jadavion Clowney was. He had all that agility. He had all that explosiveness, and I mean, health and whatever else. He wasn't able to. You know, be you know, as dominant or, or hit the ceiling that people thought he could have reached as a pro doesn't mean he wasn't a productive.
1: Uh, NFL and and Detroit in, but...
2: already all Detroit rushed this pick in, so this has got to be Aiden Hutchinson. I have to imagine, like I think Detroit yeah. loves Aiden Hutchinson, and the the fact that he's from it from the University of Michigan, he's a he's a Michigan guy. This is everything that can be sold
0: very very was... highly
2: to. Detroit Faithful.
0: I wish I knew the date that we talked about it in the barbershop because I know the replay is there. But we were talking about picks, and I, I said to. I, I remember where I was standing. I I, I was standing out in front of my house. I was right on the edge of my driveway in the grass or whatever. We were talking about the uh, the Lions pick, and I told Thomas, I'm like, you guys are going to end up taking Hutchinson, local guy that's going to be a story, whatever. You guys are going to get Hutchinson.
2: Watch. Yeah, and um, like. Ultimately, this seems to be a thing with the Detroit Lions at number two overall picks: is that uh, that that they they find a way to maximize the number two overall pick better than when they have the number one overall yeah. pick. Um, yeah, you know what? And and it's,
0: it, it's uh, it'd be interesting to to look at the list of the guys that they've gotten taken with number two overall draft picks.
2: Uh, yeah, like Calvin Johnson was the number two overall pick. Uh, Barry Sanders was the number. Two, three, was he? I believe he was also number two overall pick. Oh yeah, he was number two overall uh, behind um, behind the offensive of tackle that Green Bay took, which is pretty funny. But um, but then uh, yeah, they're, like all of their best picks appear to be appear to come at the number two overall pick, and I don't think this one's going to be that much different, assuming they go the way I expect them to, which is Aiden Hutchinson.
0: Here's another thing. Here we go, let's make sure. Yep, and they select Aiden Hutchinson. Defensive end, Michigan. As the second overall pick of this draft to go to the Detroit Lions. Local guy staying home. First overall pick, Trayvon Walker to Jacksonville. Hmm. So now we have two picks in. This one was uh, pretty much rushed in. Defensive end, Michigan, local guy. Yeah. What do you think about this,
2: James? Um, I'm... I'm a bigger fan of Aiden Hutchinson than I am of uh, Travon Walker. To be completely honest, um, I think this is going to be one of those big draft blunders. When we look at about the look at this uh, draft in ten years' time, when um, when Aiden Hutchinson's a stud defensive end and Travon Walker is basically what David on Clowney is now, like a good well above average defensive end. That is just okay. That doesn't pop with the, um, with the the sack numbers especially, but is particularly good at run defense. Um, this is what we're gonna you. see in the comparison.
0: I'll be honest with you. If I hadn't traveled this week, I'd have done more uh,
2: paperwork and had
0: them laid out in front of me. But I'd be curious to see how many drafts started with defensive end, defensive end as the first two picks. There's not gonna be a ton of them.
2: Um, I I know that our um, I know that our mock draft was like that. Right. mock draft.
0: I, yeah, that doesn't surprise me that that's what just happened here. But I'm just saying I I don't think that there's a ton of uh, overall drafts that have gone D and as a first two picks.
2: So. Oh yeah, yeah, no, definitely not. Um, <laughs> two I mean, out of three, maybe yeah. a couple <laughs> times, but <laughs> right historically that's, that's not what happens because you always want the best of the position and um, I think both these teams actually thought, think that they do but uh, in, in my opinion the, and, and the pure fact that Detroit knew immediately who they were picking um, as soon as the number one overall pick was in uh, speak a lot to what they feel about Aiden Hutchinson um, as a football player.
0: Welcome to the comparison, though, now. Now now, these guys were picked right there together, same position. I mean, hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, there's there's a, there's a few different ones that you can think of. I mean, obviously one that was really extreme was, like, Ryan Leaf, Peyton Manning, right? But then you also mm-hmm. have, like, uh, examples that, at, at other positions where you had a couple guys right there uh, that, that were picked one and two or two and three or four and five, you know, like right within – Mm-hmm. Uh, a pick or two each other that were always compared. They they should, could have taken this guy. I mean, it, to, this year it makes it more unique because they're at the same position. But you end up seeing top two or three picks. Like I always remember Reggie Bush falling, you know, falling because the Texans took Mario Williams. You know what right. I mean? Like so, there, there's always certain guys like the way those drafts fell. That are, and so these two will be synonymous. They'll be compared to each other now.
2: For mm-hmm. sure and and they will before, I mean, yeah they will forever be compared um as a number one, especially when they're number one number number two of our place. The pick is in for Houston already um where we think they go here? I'm thinking Sauce Gardner at number three, okay,
0: uh, tell me why you think that
2: um so the the Houston Texans have a need at every single position, like every single one it's. Insane. Um, so when we're talking about that um, I can easily see offensive tackle being one of those options they also have a pick at 13 but I think that defensive end and cornerback are going to be the hardest things to get at 13 whereas one of these premier tackles are going to fall so that's why I think that they will go either a defensive end like Kayvon Thibodeau or a corner in Sauce Gardner what do you think?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be one of those two. I, it, we're seeing the importance here of getting to the passes, like rushing the pass, mm-hmm. uh, because of how much this is opening up, and so uh, now you're seeing it bleed over into those into those defensive ends at the top of the draft. Um, but you know, they could, if they want to go corner, they could also go Stingley here. They could decide they really are in love with the with the player, and they could go Stingley here. Um, you know, just if at this point, you're picking your position, and then what's the drop off Who am I not going to get if i do, do decide to go here and that's why I, you know I can see your thought on uh on defensive end, but looking at it you know what do they see is their greater need right now you need
1: everything
2: yeah the the only thing i the only thing I can't really see is quarterback at at this uh, at this position um and that's because a the quarterback class sucks this year. I, and I think that it's entirely possible that there's zero quarterbacks taken in the first round. Um, not entire, not likely, but it's possible. Um, but the commissioner is at the third overall pick yeah. right now.
0: Derek Stingley Jr. to the Houston Texans with the third overall pick. Mm-hmm.
2: So it's a surprise. It's honestly a surprise. Um But I just tell you, they they, are they they are they are playing on their potential um, because Stingley has the greater ceiling, and I really believe that. I believe that um, Stingley has the potential to be a um, a number one overall in the league corner, but they're playing that off of a. Uh, off of his junior tape, that is the, so the deal, uh, that's the problem with Stingley.
0: The deal with Derek Stingley Jr. is his health. He's a tremendous athlete. He understands his position. He he's fundamentally sound. Uh, he can even, I mean, you you wanted to start at Cornell, but he can even do some special teams and other things. He's an athletic guy, and if he had been healthy, he was. I mean, he was just a freshman during the national championship season, really. And and, that's true. That and, is and, very true. And and so that was his freshman season, and there were multiple times that Ed O'Juan was quoted as saying that he'd promised his dad that he was going to let him play on both sides of the ball and play both ways a little bit later on in his college career, so he was going to do some, get some looks at receiver. And then some other things yeah. happened, and COVID. And all these different things. People got hurt. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. So, so,
1: yeah. I mean, I the, so
0: the the thing is, if he's healthy, if he's healthy, I mean, yeah, he does have a, a very high ceiling. Um, he really played lights out at times for LSU his freshman year, and that's big time for. I mean, listen, he gave up some numbers against Alabama, just like anybody did, but you had. I mean, you were playing against Henry Ruggs and Jerry Judy and uh, Jalen Waddle and uh, you know I mean, Devonta Smith. You're, you're gonna you're gonna give up something, right? I like, got uh, that's a uh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's a tough uh, group of guys there. So, uh, but he he played some lockdown defense for them and really played well for for the Tigers. So I, I think Gardner has the size and maybe is more physical. Dan Stingley.
2: Um, yeah, and I can definitely see that as well. Um, but the New York Jets are on the clock, um, with about four minutes left. I mean, there's potential for trade there. Um, they have two picks in the top ten. Uh, where do you think they go here? Uh
0: Thibodeau maybe.
2: I, I could see Thibodeau as as a very high potential pick. Um, I could see Gardner as a possible pick, but they could also be yeah, looking I could on the offense. That, yeah. uh, they could they could easily go tackle like an Evan Neal. They could go wide receiver. Um, uh, Drake London, uh, Garrett Wilson. Right. Uh, there's there's and see the
0: cool thing is when is their next pick? Ten,
2: right? The, yeah, the next pick is at ten. So. You've got to
1: build
0: like a championship. Like, yeah, you name those guys, and it's like okay, who are we? Those are enough guys that you name that. There's a possibility we can get two guys that, out of the list that you just gave me.
2: Yeah, there, there's entirely a possibility that, that there's two, that at least one of those guys falls to them so, at ten. So I think they're going to hold off on the wide receiver and go for one of those other three positions. But the question is which one. Is it going to be? um, Is it going to be Thibodeau? Although Thibodeau could fall as far as eight to, um, or I mean, he he could also fall to ten because there's a lot of talk. But,
0: guy, now you mentioned the possibility. I mean, there there being a a drop off at the cornerback position. If you really think that, that, and you think that you, mm -hmm. and if you think you could address, okay, if I if I get the corner. Then I can have the best available the one that I like highest on my board at either the receiver, the defensive end or offensive tackle position. I'm more likely to be able to address that and get quality there and a quality corner right now unless they okay. you know unless there's another guy they really like or they feel like you know there's some depth in this in this draft, yeah, and' so
1: just uh, as a,
0: that's... As a just as a recap, the, our first overall pick in the draft, James?
2: Uh, was Trevon Walker, and the second overall was Aiden Hutchinson, followed by Derek Stingley Jr. Uh, at the third the, overall pick to the Houston Texans.
0: And Hutchinson to the Lions. Those are yeah, our Hutchinson, Aiden Hutchinson first three. The, yeah. Those are our first three picks. And, I mean, I guess... If you look at these at these three teams there's a reason why they had the top three picks in the draft. Mm-hmm. Do you think do you think either one of those teams uh significantly helped themselves more than either of the others? They Based all, on what they have they all, and are least likely to be in that spot again next year.
2: By this pick. I think the lines are <laughs> okay. the least likely to be in the spot again next year. Um, just based off right. of, if, if we base i both on their situation because the Detroit Lions are in the NFC while the other two teams are in the AFC. Um, that's number one. I don't think that the Jags will be number one overall again next year. The pick is in for the New York Jets. Um, so we will be, uh, we'll be holding for the commissioner and hopefully Dave comes in because I know he's a big Jets fan and would, Love to hear his well, reactions he, to. He said um, he was going to try
0: to be in. So, so I, I decided hmm. that we're going to do a couple of things with this format tonight, James. Other than recap picks and share our thoughts. Um, hmm. If there are other little things or just fun things that have uh, happened in sports or that are going on that you've seen over the last few days, interject it. We'll batter <laughs> around. We'll always stop when a pick comes up and make sure that everybody can discuss picks. <laughs>
2: So, oh so sure. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm purely so we'll, a football we'll guy out, to we'll begin throw out with. Some so side
0: di- we'll throw out some side dishes with the uh, with the draft. Here's the commissioner. Yeah. Sure. There's Gardner.
2: And so once gar- again, we're going Gardner, to go back too, Jeff, to. We just said that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, we, we definitely just put um, Ahmad Gardner in there with the chest. Um, which which we were talking about that before with um with Thibodeau and um with uh, not Thibodeau Jesus. Uh with um with Trevon Walker and Aiden Hutchinson, the same you're thing. Oh, yeah, Tibodeau could fall
0: to eight, oh, yeah, with the fall to then, eight right? but
2: yeah, but now we're we're talking about Stingley Junior versus Ahmad Garner as a direct comparison because they went one pick after another. And so one team right definitely I I would be shocked if it wasn't true that the Jets thought that Amon Gardner was the um was the best um was the best pick for or the best corner in this class and the Texans I think clearly thought that Stingley was the best corner of this class. And so who's gonna be right now we I mean, get
0: <laughs> I, and and, so, and the no, truth of the matter is like you wanna say So who's more likely to be right? And sometimes you can step back and go, well, this organization's clearly got an eye for talent, done a really good job building themselves lately. And that's not either one of these teams, right? So it'll be interesting to see which one of them is right here. Just like it'll be interesting to see which one of them is right, like you said, which one's a better defensive end. Now, in all fairness. In all fairness? In all um, fairness, the, the Detroit Lions, I think they liked Hutchinson better, but you know mm-hmm. they didn't have the choice to pick Walker, right? And in all fairness, even if the Jets liked Stingley better, they weren't going to, you know, obviously can't get him. <laughs> They're not so going to tell us. That, we'll, 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 yeah, we'll never know the answer to that question. I think the Lions are thrilled to get Hutchinson, but I would be curious mm-hmm. to know which, which corner the Jets people value more.
2: Um, yeah, I, I and personally on my board, I want I, I had Gardner ahead of of um, Bob Stingley in my personal big board, and I had Hutchinson above Trevon Walker in my personal big board. So, um, because I think that Hutchinson is um, more technically sound as a pass rusher, his ceiling is much lower. So, if it, but this is my my thought on this is that. The Houston Texans are not going to be able to do it. They do not have the ability to develop a player to their greatest potential. So they should start with somebody who is at a higher floor and then develop a coaching staff that can bring them to that next level. Are you? And are you
0: telling me that you're not a fan of Dan Campbell?
2: No, I'm not talking about um, I'm not talking about Dan Campbell. I'm talking about Lovey Smith. I'm talking about the Texans and oh. their ability to develop Trevon oh, Walker. Oh, okay, you're yeah, saying with yeah.
0: with yeah, yeah. Oh, the right.
2: Texans. So I, I, I'm I'm bashing that pick because they're not going to be able to develop the player. Wait, um, say that say that um, again he,
0: because you just said that wrong. Say that again because you said
2: the Texans. Uh, I, I, the and Texans. You said are, Walker. I don't believe the Texans. Yes. Um <laughs> Yeah, I don't believe they have the ability to develop. The Texans do not have the ability sure. to develop Travon Walker. So he's going to end up being a worse pick because of the inability of the coaching staff.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so that what? is, and the New York Giants are on the clock and their pick is in. But um, just one last thing. Um, I want to know your thoughts. Of the two pairs, who do you think are going to be the better players between the two?
0: I like Gardner at the cornerback position, uh, mm-hmm. and I'm an LSU fan, but I, I like Gardner, and I, I I want Stingley, but like it's in my like that's my heart, but my head says Gardner, so um, mm-hmm. I got to stake mine. But <laughs> right, you know, if it, if it's going to be fed back to me. Uh, I, I think if I choose Gardner, I think because there's a higher floor. I, if it doesn't turn out right, there's I have to put less hot
2: sauce on it. To have to eat those words.
0: though, I do love my hot sauce.
2: So, and now we have Big Apple Sauce. So, you know, that's the uh, right. the other thing with it. <laughs> so, I, I just I just love the nickname. Big applesauce. Um,
1: right, so r-
2: real
0: quick, any any, and all of our shows are brought to you by PHI Apparel. Uh, they got all Philly's uh If you're a Philly fan, Eagles, look, you're going to have a uh, draft tonight. They're probably going to have some uh, apparel for the team and then with the new draft picks coming up for them. Any uh, other Philly sports teams if you're in that area or anywhere or you just know somebody in that area, i to get them a nice present. Uh phiapparel.co, co. That's phiapparel.co. co. Uh, use this code chefs at checkout. Save yourself a uh, little discount there. So, uh,
2: and even if you, you don't, go. even if you don't love the Philadelphia Eagles or the Sixers or the Phillies or um, the hockey teams, I can't remember right now. Um, Phi apparel also has city themed merch, but the Giants have uh, have their selection in. So let's watch for the first
0: fan. Print the lifelong giant fan is going to give us the pick. The first guest pick person this year is a lifelong fan. Post heart transplant. That's scary.
2: <laughs>
0: Complete new heart.
2: Uh so what do you what what are you thinking here? Tackle, defensive end? I'm thinking tackle here to start with. Um they have another pick in two picks, so it doesn't really matter. I think they're gonna end up with a tackle and a defensive end. Um they've at the to, end of
0: they've gotta address the they've got to address the line. I think it depends on how much they value Thibodeau here.
2: But I I think it's pretty obvious that Carolina's going quarterback here. So this
0: yep. Kayvon Thibodeau, that's
2: what I thought. Kevon Thibodeau,
0: yep. I think they I think you, they, you, you I think they it. saw him as a tough I think they saw him as a uh as a top five pick, maybe. And they were mm-hmm. glad to get him. So uh James, let's have you uh let's have you read through uh our draft picks, what's come out. That way uh anybody hears it on our so, podcast or whatever.
2: Um so, so number one overall. Was Trevon Walker to the uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Number two was Aiden Hutchinson to the um, to the Detroit Lions. Three was Derek Stingley Jr. from LSU going to the Houston Texans. Number four was the New York Jets pulling off Sauce Gardner, and now we are at number five, Kevon um from the University of Oregon, um, and and I think so, he's also a guy who's going to be compared um, to the other two. And this, and the talk, there's a lot of talk in draft circles about uh, Kayvon Thibodeau and him worrying about his brand, quote-unquote, more than football. Um, but when you talk about things in that, that context, in my opinion, his brand's going to be crap if he's crap at football. So I don't think that really matters to me. Um, I, and I would also take Thibodeau over Walker as well. Uh, so, so personally, I think that, uh, that, that Walker is the worst of the top sets of events to be taken thus far.
0: So, so I'm going to give you a chance to walk just real quick, because I asked you and you repeated it, and you said it again, you're wrong because you said the Texans can't develop Trayvon Walker. The Texans didn't draft Trayvon Walker. He went to Jacksonville. Oh, jeez, I'm crow. (laughs) And you said, Lovey Smith. And I gave you a chance, right? I came back and I said, wait, say that again? And you said it again. So I gave you a chance. And I said it again. Yeah, yeah, you're you're right. So then the pit came up. So I wanted to go ahead and let this pit go through. And then say that, uh, you know, interesting to see with Gardner and Stingley because, you know, we mentioned that comparison. And so do do you feel the same way, though, as in do you feel like this Jacksonville staff is not a staff that can help? Uh, people really. Um, that's a just... that's
2: a that's a that's a great question. Um, because this is a different staff. Like, if this was still um the Urban Meyer because different. quarterback, yeah, th- if this was still Urban Meyer. Then I would say yeah. But this is a different are,
0: staff. As a reminder, um, the head coach of Jacksonville right now
2: mm-hmm. is um do is not... uh, Doug Peterson, I believe.
0: The, yeah, Doug
2: so um so i believe that Doug Peterson can develop talent in a way that Urban Meyer couldn't. So i'm i'm going to step back my comments because i had the world's worst brain fart and like i guess my brain continuously pushed um for uh for for him to be a Houston Texan like for the longest time and Cognitive dissonance, I guess, but um, but I also want to kind of go back and talk about the Detroit Lions a little bit um, and what they did as far as the past couple of drafts and their first overall picks. Uh, not first overall picks, let me rephrase, very different things. Um, Lions got Panay Sewell last year and that ended up being a very good pick and Easily the best offensive tackle of the class. And arguably, with the exception of um, of uh, David Bakhtiari for Green Bay, probably the best in the division already as a rookie. And that's only going to develop with time. And I think they also hit another home run with Aiden Hutchinson. Um, but Carolina is on the clock. I'll let you kind of, like, flow through there while I – it my, take my foot on my mouth for continuing the thing for Ron but <laughs> uh, I, I just, I,
0: I just wanted the record show that I did give you the opportunity
2: to. You did. You did. You had and to instead, call me out at some point.
0: Instead, it makes me look like I walked you down an alley, but I tried to give you the opportunity <laughs> <laughs> to come out the you other did. side. You did. But, no.
2: did. But, but go. But go right ahead. Um, uh, I couldn't couldn't call
0: off the dog. So the the interesting thing now, and there are some people that said that Kayvon Thibodeau uh, was a better prospect than Aiden Hutchinson. Uh, And there are some people, some Lions people that I think would have rather have had. Uh Kayvon Thibodeau with this pick. And so this the top five of this draft is very interesting. So as we review it, Trevon Walker goes number one to the Jacksonville Jaguars, followed by Aiden Hutchinson to the Lions. So those are one and two. Then you have the corners and Stingley and Gardner, which we'll talk about in a second. And then mm-hmm. and then you have the defensive end, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau at number five who goes to the New York uh, football Giants. So it, it, interesting to see that, that shake out, because now you have three of the top five. And I would be curious to see as we go back, and maybe we can, uh, maybe we can yeah, I'm, dig I'm into nervous. this a little bit and, and have an answer later. But I would be curious to see how many of these, how many drafts have three of the top five as defensive ends, and all five of the top five to be defensive players?
2: Um, My biggest question was what does the Carolina Panthers do now? Um, The Carolina Panthers have one pick until the fourth round. Um, So if they're going quarterback, it is now. It's not like they can even hold off until the third round for Carson Strong. So they have to make a decision right now, because the pick is in, whether or not they believe that they can get a quarterback and develop them in enough time to save the jobs of the GM and head coach.
0: Right. Um, I mean, and and Kenny learn behind Sam Darno, <laughs> you know, because uh, hmm. that's what you're gonna have to do for. You know, they hope they can get somebody that could come in and take it. But then you look, if if you're going to do that and you go quarterback, um, is it Willis or Pickett, right?
2: Hey, yeah, one would assume it's Willis or Pickett if if they go quarterback. But the problem – I wonder if you go offensive is, lineman here. I, I, I
0: really wonder the, if you go offensive lineman. That's the problem
2: is if Carolina does not believe that either of these two quarterbacks – Pickett or Willis, are better currently than Sam Darnold, then what does that say about these two quarterbacks? Because Darnold is clearly the worst quarterback, well, not the worst quarterback, um, well, you know, the worst quarterback you know, in the league, but you know one of the says, worst though? quarterbacks in the league. What does it say?
0: I'll tell you what it says. It says no matter who we bring in at quarterback, though, we're not going to have any success <laughs> if we can't protect him, And we can't. If we don't have some other really good pieces on that line, if we're going to keep Christian McCaffrey on this team, we've got to do something, or we're going to get him killed uh, because he can still be explosive when he's on the field. We just mm-hmm. got to be able to hold up a little bit better. I mean, this—you uh, when you're rebuilding, um, they got some young guys, but when you're rebuilding your team and a franchise, you've got to have those lines. And so, mm-hmm. at this point, here we go. They came at North Carolina State. I
2: I like the pick. He can play tackle. He can play guard. He can he can play everything but center. He's a little too tall for center, but at six four he's three ten, as, he's as yeah. strong as an ox. So he yeah. and and yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
2: yeah, he's and, as and as an the ox. big <laughs> Big thing with EK Kwanu is he is a fearsome run blocker. So this tells me that th- that this that this coach and general manager both know that their jobs are on the line. They both know that. So their clearest path to what success is, most, is to is to establish the run game. And that's the And What and e- is our e- most e. explosive weapon? Uh,
0: yeah, what is our most Christian explosive weapon?
2: Yeah. And so if
0: we have so. a, and this is why you have to go line, because if you have a guy that can pave that road for you, uh, that can help pave that road for you, then you still have. Listen, the Panthers have some athletes at the wide receiver position, and if you can, if you can play action and set some things up, uh, maybe you can, you can make some things happen. But this is the only pick that. This makes sense though. If this guy can be, you don't know yet where he ends up playing, but if there's even the slightest possibility, at some point he could be an anchor left tackle for many years for whoever your future quarterback ends up being. Then you take the gamble here. I, I think so there's some I other
2: options. I could have seen has, Neil here. I could have also seen Neil here, um, but I think the bigger thing with Ike Kwanu is not necessarily his, Dealing. He's not like a penny soul who um is going to is like kind of this guaranteed left tackle probably going to be an upper echelon type guy. Uh Ike Kwanu is more of a versatile guy who you know that even if he fails at tackle, he's going to succeed at guard. And like, yeah, if he if he's not a good left tackle he can be a right tackle. If he's not a right tackle he can be a guard. And I guarantee this guy's going to be a stellar guard at the bare minimum. He's going to be a top-ten yeah. guard in the league.
0: And, well, and, if he fails that but But if he, mm-hmm. if he becomes a left tackle, though, that's the thing. Those don't grow on trees. If you've got a guy that can protect your quarterback on a consistent basis. Uh, sure. Listen, look at the kind of money that Saran Armstead just made. And he's had some health issues over the last few years with – when he's been with the Saints, but he's still been able to play at a very high level when he's been on the field. And look at the kind of money mm-hmm. he just got. I mean, uh, if this guy can develop into that, and he's one of those guys too that I could see when he first comes in, playing some right tackle or moving inside if you need to uh, temporarily. But I think you're going to see him play a couple of different positions and see where he uh, and see where he ends up based on. You know that play, but I could I could see him moving around and eventually settling down there. Uh, at, at so the Jets are position. in at seven,
2: and the pick is already in. Um, I, I have to think another offensive tackle, so this is going to be pretty much to all back-to-back Neal. picks. Uh, yeah, I would have to imagine Evan Neal here as well. Um, so, so we are in lockstep on that one. They need to basically... See, and it, and it seems pretty consistent. I say this every single year, but this year seems to be guaranteed a no excuses year for Daniel Jones. Who are you saying uh, here? For, is this, for is Daniel it number Jones. eight right here? So is it number this is eight it right here? This is pick seven. Oh, oh pick eight seven. here in a row? Yeah. Oh, pick yeah, seven. Yeah, pick the pick next, seven. N-
0: next, next pick is eight,
2: right? Next pick is eight. Next pick would be the Atlanta Falcons at eight.
0: The Atlanta
2: falcon today, yeah, that's
0: where we're going. Yep. So, so but, um, yeah, no. Um, let's, let's uh, last year. Let's run it down, like so. I, I know it sounds redundant, uh, but we got two hours tonight, and we're covering uh, stuff. And so, just in case somebody happens to listen to part of it or missed in and out, or uh, is you know happens to be listening to us or just tuned in late or whatever, I'll run through them again. Uh, first overall pick, Trevon Walker.
2: Travon Walker, yep. Uh, to the Jacksonville Jaguars, not the Houston got, who Texans. Who him? Ja- okay,
0: yeah, the Jacksonville uh, yeah, Jaguars. Yeah, yeah.
2: We, 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 we that. got that straight. Sure. Yeah. Um, okay. The Second overall the pick <laughs> to the Lions. Yep. And third right. pick was uh, was Derek Stingley to the um, to the Houston Texans, not Trevon oh, Walker, it, the Texans. Go
0: ahead and
2: Evan Neal. There we go. Evan Neal, the New York Giants. Mm-hmm.
0: That was a giant.
2: Thing. Um. Yeah. No, this is pick seven. Atlanta Falcons oh, are yeah, okay. eight. They're next. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. It's so a
2: pick. Sorry, <laughs> so Evan Neal to the Giants. Evan Neal to the Giants at seven, and yeah. the Atlanta Falcons are now on the clock. Um,
0: okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, once again, we're in going this. in pairs. We got we got the two defensive ends at one and two, Stingley and South Gardner at three and four from. Uh, at the cornerback mm-hmm. position, you come back with Thibodeau at five.
2: Then and then you got the two offensive linemen. Tackles. Yeah. Uh, Iquanu uh, and Neal are uh, six and seven. Um, yeah. So Iquanu to the
0: Panthers and Neal to the Giants. Yeah, Iquanu so to Giants the Panthers get, and
2: Neal to the Giants.
0: So the Giants get better on both lines and possibly better on the perimeter. Uh of both lines, we'll see if Neil plays inside too. Uh, I've seen different projections for what he's going to do at this next level. What are your thoughts on so, Evan So
2: I I like Evan Neal. Um, I think that he is a significantly more of a tackle than Iquanu. Um, so there's no safety net. Or actually, I I wouldn't be surprised that he could play guard as well. It just um. I think that Iquanu is a better guard, I guess. So, like, the floor is higher for Iquanu and the ceiling is higher for Evan Neal. But I don't think that... Uh, I think that both these guys would be significantly lower picks in last year's draft. Um, I mean, even when it comes to tackles.
0: I mean, That's you know, I, I, I will say this. He's run... He's played offensive line in some pro-type systems, and we're starting to see some some of those Alabama offensive linemen have uh, have success at that next level. Mm-hmm. Um, and and um, some of those true. SEC defense, some of those SEC defenses are pretty high-level defenses too, where you have to handle stunts and different things, like you have to handle a wide variety of different pressure packages and things. So, I mean, uh, you know, you, you learned at a at a high level, and it, you know to so I, I think Evan Neal has a very good, uh, has a very solid floor. I, I do see him more as a tackle uh, than a guard as well. Um, the, to, to me, the question is, could he become a left tackle? If not, he's a right tackle for a while. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a la for example, to me, and he got drafted a little bit lower, but uh, Ryan Ramchak from the Saints that ended up, came in and played right tackle. As he move over, did they end up doing something different, right? like, But a solid, solid, like, uh, very high level at, at a right tackle position, like rating out as a, you know, pretty high week in and week out, very steady type of uh, offensive lineman. I think Evan Neal can definitely be that. I think that's his floor. Um, and this could be, hey, listen, once again, you're rebuilding. You have to get better along the lines. The Giants know that to protect their quarterback. Uh, we talked about that over and over and over again on every show that we did this year. Can they protect him? Or you know, this guy's running for his life. He's, yeah. So the, you knew they had to address their offensive line, and you knew they had to find a way to go get somebody that can rush the passer. And mm-hmm. I think that Houston and that's my turn for the brain freeze, but uh, Houston and the Jets. Mm-hmm. Uh, made it they yeah. made it much easier for the Giants by sure. taking.
2: Um, the and the, the Atlanta Falcons, their pick is in. So let's go quickly to that and see. uh, and, uh like this is another team that, I mean, the most glaring need is wide receiver. Um, but this, but wide receiver also seems to be the deepest draft class. So it's something they could probably address in the second but and third believe, rounds.
0: Is, is there yeah? Is there a quarterback that they want to draft? They, they signed Mariota, how much they believe in him, <laughs> um, you know they just traded away their franchise quarterback. Is there anybody that blows them away? I think they definitely do have a need at the receiver position.
2: Mhm, and but they could also go in several other directions. They could go, um, they could they could go offensive line. They could go tight. I mean, there's not really a tight end that's worthy of a, of a first round pick in this year's draft. But I mean the. I th- the sentiment still remains that they are very similar to the um to the Houston Texans that they have a need at nearly every position,
0: but I think that what we're seeing is indicative of what we've been saying about this draft. There's a lot of here we go, Drake London. we talked about them having a need at the receiver position, and they go get a guy in Drake London who has height, who has the ability to uh, really catch the football. Uh, What are your thoughts on Drake? uh,
2: I really like Drake London. He kind of has this, um, this ability to use his body to make the catch. He's not a super speedster like... The other three potential first round um first round wide receivers in this draft, but he is definitely a possession receiver he can um he can catch way far away from his body he can get vertical and catch over um a um he can catch over a corner he can he can be that guy in red zone situations and this is gonna be a kid who's gonna be asked to carry an entire wide receiver room on his back for the um for the foreseeable future. This is a team that drafted uh Julio Jones and a same front office if I remember correctly. So this is this is um I, I have faith in their ability to scout wide receiver talent. And um and there's real potential for him to to be a long-term success in the NFL.
0: That's the guy that, uh, you know, some people have talked about the Lions going and taking a guy like a Drake London earlier in the draft with that number two pick and getting a, see, honestly,
2: I've never, a, I haven't seen that. Um, but but that, I do think that, that,
0: that, that was, that was a, that was a while back, an early, early projection. Sure. But uh, mm-hmm. that, that, I'm not surprised that he's the first receiver taken in this draft, though.
1: I mean, I, I'm not either. I think in-
2: that I think the the Lions do need to address the wide receiver position still because DJ Chark is um, is only on a one-year deal. But I think that they could also wait a year for that. Um, it depends on how the board falls for their 34th overall pick.
0: Well, and then you could also they do have some guys that are already there. Though you got Chark who can run. Mm-hmm. You have uh, some other guys that uh, on that team that you know, could play the slot or do different things on that on, on the field for them. So you may can address other needs right now because you you have at least brought two other uh, receivers, and Chark has shown you at times when healthy that he can take the top off of the defense.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely,
0: absolutely, and so. And then if you get a guy who can high point the ball and go and get it, and can be a little physical. And Drake London. Then with the other guys, uh, I mean, you think of the other receivers on that on that team. You probably know them better than I do because you like to, uh, uh, razz, uh, time about the the Lions. Uh, look, what's his name, Saint?
2: Uh, yeah, I'm the worst former Lions fan of all time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, when it. When it uh, but um, the um, the Seattle Seahawks are on the clock now, and this is another potential landing spot for a quarterback. But I too, don't. Is
0: there a I quarterback I don't there, see like? it happening. Yeah, that, yeah, that's the question. Is there a quarterback there? Like? Uh,
2: I mean, if there is, it has to be Malik Willis because they do like the um, the athleticism at at the quarterback position, but. I honestly don't see it. Um, I think that they go elsewhere and try again next year. Like, I think that a lot of these teams who traded their um, their premier quarterbacks all looked around and said, hey, we're going to suck this year and we're going to take a look at next year's quarterback class and hope something turns up. But well, I at that what time, I think they're just... going to. Go ahead. Mm-hmm.
0: My bad. All right. No, all right, right. you're right. Um, go ahead. Uh, no, because so, no, I, th- I think what you just said encapsulates this, this whole draft right now. And it, it goes back to exactly what you we were saying. I, I, I don't mean to step in, but let me just hit that before we, we, we move beyond it, if you don't mind. And that is sure. w- these teams that have a longer way to go and that aren't there, there's talent in this draft. There's depth in this draft. There's building blocks in this draft. There's bricks to put in the wall, so to speak, uh, to build that mm-hmm. solid uh, to build that solid franchise again. But there's not – there's not the uh, show pieces. There's not the, you know what I mean? There's not, like we said, the linchpins or whatever. And I think you're seeing that with these picks. So you are seeing some pass rushers, uh, but you're, you're seeing, uh, you know, a couple offensive linemen, a couple corners now. Uh, but, you know, you're not you're not seeing playmakers yet. Drake London's the first guy. And so a lot of these teams are really trying to, just build, build those lines. Build, the, build, build from the line out, and say, you know what, we would rather get a guy that we think could be a solid piece of this foundation for a while, even if it's not a sexy pick, so to speak. And like you said, try again next year. You said at the quarterback position, but I think overall, even when, in regards to uh, playmakers, in some ways. Though I know some of these guys are hoping those defensive ends can be playmakers, and they very well may, but mm-hmm. like as you get further down this this draft right now, you're just, you're picking uh you're you're just picking bricks to put in the wall. You're not picking anything that's <laughs> going to uh, that's going to make it show like
2: uh, yeah, catch but eye. that's that's going to be kind of ugly for Seattle Seahawks and their fan base to watch um, Drew Locke be there beat their quarterback, and yes, the CLC Seahawks do have picks at 40 and 41, so they could very Smith. easily... Or Geno Smith. Um, and that yeah, would be I mean, that would be my pick. Um, but honestly, but I think there, there's, there's an opportunity to... They could bite to,
0: somebody. They could bite um, one of these other guys that could fall. Like you said, you got 40 and 41, right? So they could say well, there's another guy that we think is worth taking a... Uh, Taking a gamble on.
2: I uh, but I think that forty and forty first pick is enough draft capital to move themselves move back to the rear end the rear end of the the first round, and or, um, or, jump yeah. maybe a maybe jump the New Orleans Saints at nineteen, and and take a pick at eighteen and move back and have the Eagles move back to. Um, to garner more uh, more draft capital. Uh these things but um as far as the Seattle Seahawks, where do you think they go? Um with this pick?
0: It depends on how much they like Malik Lewis.
2: Hmm.
0: Um, um other than but but to me I think you gotta go receiver.
2: Mm-hmm. Really, receiver, even though DJ Chark still and, uh, and Tyler Walker are still under contract.
0: DK Maykamp, yeah. I mean, and and so they they may not, but I still think they're trying to shot these guys pretty hard.
2: Um,
0: and, but to me, you got to go with an offense. If there's a lineman you like, you take him. Same mm-hmm. reason. Yeah, Charles Cross. Charles like Cross. I said, like I said, a tackle. You know, he's uh, got a reputation for being a hard-nosed uh, offensive tackle. But if you, if you, uh, once again, you got a ways to go. You pick alignment. You pick a piece to build around. You pick, uh, you know, not the not the centerpiece, but you pick a, a building block, another brick. That's what this guy is.
2: Charles Cross and, did and, fall quite far in our Sports City Chefs mock draft, much to my dismay if 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 uh if you happen to listen to that podcast I was saying, Hey, Charles Cross should probably go here for probably about ten picks. So, um but I, I definitely understand the pick. It's and the tackles definitely started falling off the board. Um, there's maybe one or two first round caliber tackles left and and that's about it but though but he was the last of that like premier group that top 10 overall group um so it's it's not a shock at all that the Seattle seahawks went this way and hope that something somewhere else falls to them at a later position but i i still think we have not seen the last of the seahawks tonight
0: i i think you're probably right i would not have uh been surprised if they had moved a little bit. And there still may be some other guys that they like that can fit a system. But, listen, uh, this is one thing that they've been needing for Russell Wilson. This is one thing that's sort of been a an Achilles heel, if you will, for this franchise. And you, it's going to be a while before you can compete in, in that division. I mean, let's just be honest you're not beating the Rams next year. Uh, you're probably mm-hmm. not beating San Francisco next year. Uh, if Kyler Murray is there, you're probably not beating Arizona next year. I mean, you may get one or something, but you're not going to contend next year in the NFC West. And so with that being the case, you, you work on the things that you can control now. Uh, and, you know, if I can get an offensive line in place, and like I said, I try again next year for a quarterback. Now maybe I'm in a better sense. And say, okay, who cares if I only win one game? I might get to pick Bryce Young, and he might be my franchise guy. From you know, I'm not saying for sure, but who knows? Um, but at least now I have a better tackle, a better uh, protector in place, or another piece in place to that line.
2: Yeah, and and, um, and and so
0: you're going to see one of these teams. There's there's a few teams with multiple uh, picks today, but you're going to see a couple of teams I think uh, that are almost going to do. A ton just on the lines in this draft. I think. I mean, you'll but
2: see. It does m- look. It does look like we have a um, a caller in queue. Caller from the two o three. You are on the air. How are you doing today? Oh really? Well, he, there we go. You,
3: you, you you're you're calling me the two o three. You know who this is? It's the villain. <laughs> the What's up, villain, Man, how are you? It's I am feeling great. We got a line. We got a
0: line.
3: Let's, I got
0: yeah, an awesome all- yeah. So So let's talk <laughs> about that, Barry. I, I, I want to hear your thoughts. We, uh, you know, I, I made my thoughts on on this being what areas of, that the Giants need to improve on. So talk to me. When, uh, I, I just heard your initial reaction. But uh, talk about it, man. Like, cook for a minute on what your Giants did so far in this draft. Well, I think the chips fell exactly
3: where we wanted them to. I think they set it on the shows. Um, you know, you looked at this draft pre pre college season. You had Thibodeau and Neal at the top of the draft, so the, for the Giants to get them at five and seven is almost a steal. I think you know, the two corners going um, three and four respectively really pushed them. Um, not only to to be able to get these guys, but to keep that number seven pick because they were going to trade that pick. They were just looking for the right place to do it. But now um, they got they got Thibodeau at five, which I agree with. Even though I would have went um, Icky at five, Mike, just to, to because mm-hmm. he's a nasty tackle. I think you get you get Thibodeau because you don't want the Panthers to grab him, right? So you get Thibodeau and then you get a pick of the, the whatever uh tackle was left. It's Neil or, or Icky, which isn't a bad pickup. So I love the picks. I think they did a great job. Um this the tight the Texans reaching a bit at number three kinda opened the door for the Giants to get to address their two biggest needs, pass rusher and uh, offensive line. All
0: right, so we got the next pick coming in and then Barry I wanna get I'm gonna toss the next pick around. All right. The wide receiver from Ohio State just went to the Jets here with number ten.
3: Okay. Um, listen, um I thought it was gonna so, be a receiver. I was thinking it was gonna go it was gonna be um, you know, James, James um from uh Alabama, but um the the Jets I they went the way me and in uh controversy thought they would. We thought they would go. Um but I mean they went corner instead of tackle, but they would save that 10 pick for the receiver. So, um, you know, either way, they had a pick of the litter.
0: So real quick, uh, just to kind of – because we, we sort of hit on that a little bit, and, and almost said verbatim what, what you just summarized right there. I don't know if you heard any of us before you you got on. No, I didn't. But with the Texans, with the Texans making that reach for Stingley uh, at number three, we pretty much predicted, though, that the Jets were going to go four because we thought they might like uh, Gardner better anyway. And they th- and there was hope that with that 10th pick, they would either be able to get a lineman or get a receiver. And they're able to get the second receiver. I mean, there's only one gone, so minus, you know, Sands London or whatever, you basically get your pick of any other receiver on the board. Uh, and so we, we thought they would end up going – with the corner, with the fourth pick, and I think that that's that really, the, in some ways, the Texans, the, the team that benefited the most from the Texans' uh, move right there, obviously, was the the Giants. You were right about that, as far as uh, Thibodeau and Neil, we had mentioned uh, pretty high, and I, mm-hmm. I I did also say that that I had uh, I told TP a long time ago, and he told me no way. I said I watch the Lions going to get Hutchinson, and but. We were talking about how interesting, let's just kind of run these down real quick, because that was our 10th pick, right? So let's kind of run down the top 10 of the 2022 Mm -hmm. NFL draft. So the number one overall pick was Trevon Walker, and he goes to the Jacksonville Jaguars, number two, uh, the other defensive end, Aiden Hutchinson, to the Detroit Lions, And, and watch this. Kind of talked about the pairing with the defensive end, you know, rounding out the top five. Derek Steenley to the Texans with pick three, Sauce Gardner to oh. the Jets with number four. And then pick five was Ke- Kevon Thibodeau to the New York football giants. Uh, and then pick six is our guy to the Panthers. What's his name, James? <laughs> He
1: doesn't got it, talk. Barry? Yeah.
3: <laughs> he doesn't want to What's talk. <laughs> so, they got so not to interrupt,
2: but the New Orleans each Saints corner. just uh, traded up with the Washington football team to uh, to pick 11. And I know they're not called the football team anymore, but I refuse to call them by that stupid, stupid name. Um, <laughs> either one of them, the one before or the one after. I'm keeping them the Washington football team for now. Um,
0: okay, James. Interesting. The tackles interesting, into the Panthers the tack the, the 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 tackle's name to the Panthers James the 6th pick of the draft
2: um was uh Ike Kwanu Ike Kwanu the, um, the Carolina
0: Panthers yep
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then go ahead James you want to give us the, yes. the round out the top 10 for us real quick
2: uh, the, uh, sure no problem um so Ike Kwanu was the um the number uh number 6 pick the number 7 pick to the New York Football Giants was uh Evan Neal, the offensive tackle from Alabama, number eight, um was the one before the Seahawks. I boy. Um, Drake London. Drake London, the uh the wide receiver. Um I'm trying to think of the team, not the player. Um
0: He goes yeah. to the Lions. To the Lions, Drake London. I mean uh not the no. Lions, uh to the Panthers. <laughs> to the pan- No,
3: no no, uh, no, no,
0: Drake London no. went to the Drake London went to the Falcons. You're right.
2: Falcons Falcon. with a Drake
0: London and then
2: and then 9 to the CL Seahawks was um Wow, okay, I'm starting to lose. Charles lose the fly Cross. Here. Charles Charles, Charles Cross. Cross. Ross. Hello, Charles Ross. And then
1: Charles.
2: 10. The 10 to the Jets was uh <laughs> was the the better Ohio State um, wide receiver, like I said during the mock draft show last uh, last week, um, uh, Garrett Wilson. But now the norm yeah, I, I had
3: those flips. I had I had those flips. So I I felt like I told you Falcons were going to receiver. I felt they were going to get w- uh, Garrett Wilson, but they went for the size and Drake London to go with Ridley on uh, the speedster. So,
0: mm-hmm. um, and, and if if you think it, about it too. Gage is a dirty work guy. Can do some flat stuff and, and some physical stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you can push him down that list of uh, targets, um, and you can create more favorable matchups for him, and Russell Gage mm-hmm. can help that passing game a little bit. And then you also, of course, have
2: uh, have the tight end there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, but the the Saints are on the pick or uh, the pick now. And I'm still waiting to see details from the um, from the trade up, and I'm tr- they still are able to, they were still able to keep their 19th overall pick. So uh, it the wasn't Saints a, a um, two – the yeah. Saints, correct? Um, so, villain, where do you think they go they, they were, here they were 15 after and the trade up?
0: Right, that's they were supposed mm-hmm. to be 15 and, now, and 19.
2: Right, and Washington trade back. I, from- I,
0: I think that,
3: yeah, I I think, boys, I think they go quarterback. I don't think they're trading up for anybody but a quarterback. I'm surprised that mm-hmm. the commanders traded out of this pick because I felt like, we talked about it, I felt Kyle Hamlin was going to f- fall to them, the safety that they needed, uh, but I guess they felt like they could trade back
0: and still get what if Kyle
3: the, um, Hamilton and get and get uh, capital, get draft capital. What if the Saints take? I what if the Saints I,
0: trade up and take Hamilton here? Uh,
3: I think it's a stupid trade. Uh, if they do that, I, I don't know why you would trade up other than to get the quarterback to leapfrog. Um, who is it? The probably the Steelers at quarterback. Um, but and if that's you know, the case, do they, they take Kenny Pickett?
2: But they they, um, they, were, they were already they already I think, I think um, they go Willis.
1: But,
2: but they were already ahead of Pittsburgh though. Um, yeah. They yeah, were. They're, they're no, but I think maybe maybe, were, they, were maybe they were
3: afraid one of those teams are going to trade up. Maybe the mm. um, That's fair. Maybe one of those teams are going to trade up. So, um,
0: but listen, I, 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 would, I
3: think I
0: I but I wonder if there's a here's the other thing you said. What else makes sense? Uh, the Saints could decide. The Saints need a playmaker.
1: Make they a
0: uh, you, you, you want to get Michael Thomas back, right? And we don't know what's mm-hmm. going to happen there. They have some other guys that can be depth pieces, but the Saints need another playmaker in the passing game. There could be a receiver right here that they like better than anybody else that's left on the board um, as a receiver position, I mean, and they think that. So yeah, it, it with, could with be a receiver.
3: Capital with draft capital Mike I think they they can afford to trade up to get Williams. I I think it I agree. It quarterback is the the logical trade up, but if they trade up to get Jameson Williams, here, not I'm not bad that at all
0: because that's the top 5, uh, okay. that's a top 5 player that's dropping because of a knee injury. That's it. I, I'm excited to report who the Saints picked for you in just a second. All right. Oh wait. No, he's talking about something else first. Oh, come on, Goodell!
3: <laughs> <laughs> you gotta play the, you gotta play the music. We got the, we got the, the tone in there. We gotta, we gotta play that. Do, 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 right. What, like, what, like, what's, like
2: what's the deal with there? the Chargers fan on the stage? And apparently the, the Kansas City Chiefs fan. Both. Okay. Not, none. Nobody on the stage right now is a, is a Saints person. So, what okay. are they doing here? Uh,
3: so I'm that, I'm who, who day? Who day or who that? No,
1: who day is? uh who day, who day? Who day is, is the? Uh, who, yeah.
3: So wh- what is what is uh, what is uh, the what, uh, what is your motto there in 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 uh,
0: No, who day is in Cincinnati? In, uh, it's who that in New it's who that in New Orleans. Who that? Who that? <laughs> who that? Who that say they're gonna beat this Mike, Mike, Who, who do you
3: want? Who that? Mike? Who, who do you want, Mike?
2: I kind of want. Tony Gonzalez. Tony Gonzalez is also, for the record, yeah. not a saint, and <laughs> never was a saint. Yeah, yeah. Now,
0: sport, sport, I kind I, I kind of want I kind of want Jameson Williams. I, I mean, maybe that's not the the best pick for them right now, but mm-hmm. I you know I I would like to have seen what the Malik Willis uh, workout looked like or what they thought of him or Pickett. If if they think either one of those guys, you know, is the answer, you know, can be a franchise
2: quarterback. I'm, I'm not I'm buying quarterback that either one here. Of them. I'm, I'm personally, I'm thinking, I'm not really buying wide receiver. I mean, I'm thinking Hamilton potentially here at 11.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's um, Hamilton or receiver. I'm telling you. It, I said what if they said, I think, and you said it would be a dumb trade, but if they think that he's that kind of difference maker. Uh, but,
2: I mean, William, Williams you, versus Olave is not that much of a difference. Not enough to give up a second or third round pick for it.
0: No, but I, I, it depends because like, you weren't picking until 15. And so you, you jumped up four spots to get somebody you really want. You know, that there may not be – they could feel like a quarterback could still be there because maybe – yeah, who knows? They may not be in love with the guy. I just feel like if you trade out, there's somebody. Here we go. Here we go.
2: They Chris pick Alave. Chris Alave. Receiver, So does yep. this mean Williams wow. falls hard? Does this mean Williams falls um, hard? Like, I don't like outside of the top fifteen. Ass-
3: I don't see him going past. Well, the Lions just traded into twelve, so they the, the Lions just made a deal to get to go into the number twelve pick. I wouldn't be surprised if they go
0: after Williams unless they go I think quarterback. They I, Which... I think they could. They, I, think they could use another rece- I, I think they could use another receiver. I think they could use another receiver. I don't. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think they go quarterback. But here's the deal: the Lions. This put is off where Hamilton goal. goes. They could also this go Hamilton, Hamilton right here. Yeah, I think they could go this- Hamilton. Listen, it's just like I said for trading up to 11 for him. And while I could understand if the Saints took him. If you think he could be mm-hmm. a, a, a difference maker on the back half of that defense and even come close to having mm-hmm. the kind of impact that a guy like Cam Chancellor did on that, on that Seahawks Legion of Boom, and you think he can be a physical presence and do everything – uh, from the safety position, uh, that provides value on the field, it, more so now than ever with as much as we're throwing the football around the, league, uh, around the field. So I, I can understand why you would make a move mm-hmm. to get that pick. And think about it, too, boys. I mean, the the Lions lost
3: a lot of heartbreakers on defense. And they are if they do get Hamilton, they're addressing that with probably arguably the best pass rusher and the best safety in the draft. So I can't be mad at that. Um if they if they go Hamilton, right? Um, I, and but but um, talk to me about Olave. Um, talk to me about Olave, Mike. What do you what do you think he? Uh, are you surprised that they went after him? And what do you what do you think he brings to your uh, team?
0: So I will be uh, I'll be very honest with you. I have not broken down a ton of the wide receivers uh, leading into this draft with as many other mm-hmm. uh, irons that I've had in the fire uh, the last couple of weeks. I am not surprised that the Saints went receiver. Listen, uh, in the NFC next year, you feel like the Cowboys should be pretty good in the East. You feel like you have Tampa who's going to be good in the South. You know you're going to have a couple of good teams out of the West. Um, so and You're going to have Green Bay, but they just lost, you know, Adams or whatever. So um, there are you, f- you feel like that there's a chance to be competitive or make the playoffs or have a chance in this in that conference. And so uh, I look at this and I say, okay, if you can get Thomas back, who knows if you will or not. But if you can get Thomas back, and you have uh, a couple possibilities at the tight end position paired with Kamara, if if Jameis Winston can continue to uh, progress in that system and with those players, uh, you could have a, an explosive, explosive enough offense that could really compete in the NFC. And, and because you still are getting, you've lost a couple pieces and, they, and they've had to do some things to, to free up some salary, and they did when they thought they were going to make a push for uh, Deshaun Watson. So uh, you, you still have a lot of those pieces in place, and you know there's a there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people writing this Saints franchise off because Sean Payton has gone, and saying, "Okay, they're for sure returning back to mediocrity." And we'll say, we'll see. I'm not saying that's not true, but what I am saying is there's still a lot of talent in that building, and on that team. And if you don't believe it, uh, ask Tom Brady, <laughs> and ask uh, ask Tampa Bay, and ask a, a few teams they played last year. I mean, uh, their Achilles, and it was odd to see under a Sean Payton team. Uh, once again, we've taken that quarterback position for granted for so long, but their Achilles is the ability to move the football. And there are times that if you absolutely can't do anything with it, sometimes pro teams will make you pay and it will get out of hand and look ugly. And that happened to them a couple of times last year, but they were still right on the precipice of making making the playoffs last season, and this was after losing their quarterback. And with not a whole lot at the receiver position. And so that is a position that was in definite need of an upgrade for the Saints. It, uh, apparently, their their scouts feel like he's the guy. I mean, I feel like I like the speed of Jamison Williams. I don't know. Uh, you know, some people would say this guy runs better as a better route runner and can mo- run more routes on the tree. I'm not sure uh, about that, but the Saints definitely. This is a position of need for the New Orleans Saints as much as any.
2: Uh, you had to get so the So the, details, the t- details have been announced for the Detroit Lions Minnesota Vikings pick. The um, the Detroit Lions moved up from 32 to 12 in exchange for a flip of the second round picks and a, an additional third round pick, which is pick 66. Um, okay. So a
0: tra- buy trade. That, that,
2: that's a good trade for the Lions, I think. That's not a lot of lost capital. Jameson
0: Williams, and that makes sense, guys. Once Chris Olovia yeah, went I, I, and you feel like you needed something I, at the receiver position, they went up and got it.
3: Yeah. I think that's the, that's the pick. I think he's ahead of schedule. Like you said last night um, with the knee injury, I think ACLs you can come back from that, I think it might take a year, but I think you, you put him on the outside. He, he, he is a home run hitter galore. he, he can get downfield. His speed, like I said, if he didn't get hurt in that championship game where he was dominating, he's a top five pick. Like, there's no question about it. He was easily probably the best receiver in college. So, um, you know, right. this is a good. And that's, move the, guy that that's the guy that I That's the
0: guy that I wanted. And I mean, you know, mm-hmm. that's the guy that I wanted in New Orleans. And I think once again, Barry, you got two guys drafted back to back at the same mm-hmm. position that I think because of that are gonna be compared. Saints fans in, are are gonna see Chris Olivia and they're gonna see uh Jameson Williams in Detroit. And you're gonna always kinda of hear that comparison. What if we had taken this guy? Just like I you know, these odd number teams you're gonna see uh maybe the Texans do that at the at the cornerback position. You're gonna see uh Jacksonville maybe think that or what if we'd had Hutchinson, you know what I mean? Like you're seeing same thing with the Panthers.
2: And and this is, like, uh, uh, this is another bold move by Detroit. And this is, like, this is just part and parcel for the fact that I'm a cursed fan because all of a sudden I leave Detroit and they start figuring out how to draft players again. Um, I I just find it kind of ironic. Um, But this is a selection by the Lions. It
3: is you. It is you It is me. I mean I, I can't it, Yeah. I mean I... I it,
2: it, it's you. I, I I become a Tay Bridgewater fan it, it was exclusive wherever he goes, Tay Bridgewater fan, and then he gets injured and then backs up to a tongue of bleh. so like it's it's um yeah. So it's, where so where are so you I, now? You're
3: in Miami now? You're in Miami?
2: Um I don't know, he's not starting in Miami, so I have to I have to think about that. <laughs> um But it's it is just Long story short, it's a good um, it's a good pick by Detroit. He's got speed, um, but this is now a really crowded wide receiver room. So now they are they've got Williams, who's probably going to be like a back end player. Um, They'll let EJ Chart kind of prove himself year one. Let uh, Williams kind of recover and learn because really when you're talking about wide receivers, the year they break out is year two. So Fair. the one year deal for DJ Chark is there and he'll kind of teach, I think oh, the Eagles trade up to thirteen, by the way. Um
3: Oh yeah, we just yeah so, sorry about we just missed that. That's uh interesting. We'll have to get the details on that too.
0: So uh really quickly, nine two nine four seven seven two seven five nine is your call number, nine two nine four seven seven two seven five nine. Uh give us a call. We're here with you for the next twenty six minutes instead of twenty five minutes. Uh, recapping the first round of tonight's NFL draft.
2: So um I do want to take a minute while Philly is on the clock to pay some bills if that if I can find the um the very specific um, sound effect but until then um, the Eagles traded up villain uh, who do you think um, is the um, is the target for the trade up
3: huh I mean I you know I, I think they need to go receiver I still feel like they need help at that position um, if if they go linebacker, I wouldn't be mad at them if they got um, Lloyd, um, Devin Lloyd. Um, so, you know, from Utah, I think he's the best linebacker in the draft. Um, but could I think go Hamilton here. He, yeah, they could go Hamilton, um, but I feel like they need a lot of help at receiver. Um, so, you know, like I said, they, maybe Burks. Um, they might they might take a flyer, um, but you know. It'll be interesting. I think they need to look on the defensive side of the ball. I really feel like they need to look at um, at, at the linebacker position.
2: Hmm. Um, I wouldn't
3: rule out Johnson either. Johnson for Florida State. I like him too.
2: Yeah, and, and that's kind of where I was thinking is that he's kind of the last premier because of end. Um, mm-hmm. Hamilton could even be a um, a spot there as well. Um, so it's kind of um, it's kind of hard to think about because um, my thought also immediately jumped wide receiver. They have a need there. They need somebody uh, across from Devonta Smith, but that's not really an option now. Corner would be an option, maybe McDuffie. Um, mm-hmm. They do have a need at defensive tackle um, and they do need a defensive tackle in the future, so Um, so there's a couple of options there, but it's, and and then safety. Safety is definitely an option um, for Hamilton as well, and I know I said that last time, but the the safeties were a big problem in Philly last season, so they could be going up there to find that position as well. I think that's I
0: think that's a very strong possibility for them. Yeah, I think so too.
3: I think you know because you got your pick, you got Hill, um, you got uh, my man Hill, uh, who, um, who controversy knows I love uh, more than mm-hmm. life
2: itself. And
3: then,
0: <laughs> and then um, he picked him five
2: times the in, in the draft, in the mock draft. I'm just saying.
3: <laughs> uh, man. No, because listen, you guys picked him. You guys picked him, so, I mean, you know, like, so I I was like, all right, well, if you put on the board, fine, then I'll take him. And then, he's like, no, you already picked him. I was like, but you guys didn't pick him. I'm like, come on, man. But, uh, no, listen, seriously, I think um, think Hamilton is probably the safe pick, um, you know, the safe way to go. Um, I wouldn't be surprised um, if he is an eagle and tormenting my Giants. But, you know, we don't, you know.
2: You don't care. You had a good enough draft on Do you want
3: me to pay the bills uh, Yeah, quick? I I've, I've, I've found, I've found
2: it. The Eagles pick is in. The NFL Network is playing an that, so so will we. This portion of our program is brought to you by PHI Apparel
3: Company. PHI Apparel Company provides unique designs and high-quality clothing for the great fans of the Philadelphia area. With their original designs for all, there's no doubt that they'll stand out in the crowd. Act Now and listeners can use the promo code CHEFS for 15% off any apparel when you shop online at PHIapparel.co. That's PHIapparel.co. Remember to use the promo code CHEFS for 15% off. Act Now while supplies last.
2: There we go. Act Now NFL while supplies last.
0: NFO Networks from um, Richard jordan Davis.
3: Yeah. So no, I I like could definitely the, see the that. The Eagles the Eagles get the thirteenth pick, but then the Texans get a couple picks uh this year. They get um so they do they do flip um the fifteenth pick, but then they get a fourth rounder and then they get two fifth round picks. Um so Texans getting the haul, they
0: need all the help they can get, right? You
3: know mm-hmm. The the shotgun well, they, approach just
0: draft as many players as
2: possible. Thing.
0: Both of their picks are not in front of the Saints. The way the and th- and that might have been the reason for the Saints trading up because the way that it was uh, constructed, the Saints were picking mm-hmm. 15 behind the Eagles, and then the uh, the Saints were picking 19 behind the Eagles, at 18 or so. Both of their picks were right there behind the Eagles, and the Saints felt like they had a need at wide receiver. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Cool. So, so I think that's why they traded up because they were going to be picking behind them, and there are some similar needs on both of those two
2: football teams. And yeah, and Baltimore was definitely going to take Davis if um, if Philly did not. So if that I happens did to see, be the pick,
0: I did not see what the Saints traded away in order to. Uh,
2: the 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 Saints traded a first, a second, and a third to flip-flops.
3: They, but they flipped. They flipped um, a second, right? A second. That, that, that was
2: Detroit. That was Detroit.
3: Uh, oh, my, okay, my fault. My fault. Interesting. So yeah, the Eagles' pick is in. Um, yep,
0: Jordan Davis. Um, it is Jordan Davis. That's.
3: Not, I mean, you know, I thought they they could probably wait to get. I I figured Jordan Davis would be going there. I figured they can wait to get him. I think they gave up a little bit too much to, to not let him drop a couple of picks, but um, if, you know, listen, if that's the guy you want, you think he can, like you guys said, is the, you can. You think that's the guy that can help you, you, you go up there and you take him.
2: So, I mean, um, listen, the, we, the we, RAS score, the RAS score on, on Jordan Davis is a perfect 10, a 10 out of 10. This is the most athletic uh, defensive tackle for his size. To come out mm-hmm. in draft history and and I don't say that lightly. I mean he is vince willforce level athleticism um coming coming out of college from Georgia. Whoever is the strength and conditioning coach for the University of Georgia needs a substantial raise now because all of these guys are athletic freaks um and yeah
1: they' they're going to
2: be they're going to put him next to Fletcher Cox yeah. and terrorize the division for a long time.
0: Yeah, I mean, this I mean
2: it is, looks uh, like this...
0: they
3: got three suits and they, they stitch them together to put it over this kid. He is a monster. 6'6", uh, <laughs> no, no, 341 no, pounds. Like, geez, man. Like, and they he, say he's going to play around and, and
0: 325. Listen, there's, yeah, there's nothing like what, what we've learned, too, is um, Aaron Donald has shown you, and I'm not necessarily putting him in that level. What we what we've learned is, you can also pre- pressure the passer or make the passer's life very uncomfortable up the middle. It doesn't just have to be yeah, injured, and, right. And,
2: and and the other thing with Jordan Davis we, though, um, the other thing with Jordan Davis, and the one thing that scares a lot of teams off of him, is um, he only played like. Because he was in Georgia, and they have so many very, very good defensive linemen, he only played like a third of the snaps or or something to that effect. So does he have the motor and the endurance to be able to play every snap for an entire football game for an entire season? And that's where the, that's where the question comes, because when he's fresh, he's mm-hmm. dominant but what's going to happen when he's playing three out of four snaps as opposed to one or two out of two out of four snaps.
3: Yeah. And, you know, I think the biggest thing with him was his conditioning. Um, You know, can he stay in shape? His weight kind of got away from him a little bit. Um, He said it's not an area of concern. Um, You know, I think, he showed a little bit of inconsistency in, col- in college at some times, got a little lazy. So um, that's something you got to watch out for. But I think, you know, I watched him in the Michigan game where he he dominated that game at the line of scrimmage. But I'm watching some plays where he, you know, out of shape, takes plays off, um, doesn't press the pocket, kind of plays patty cake with the linemen. So I think that's something that the Eagles have to address, get him in shape. Um, get his motor going full speed. If you have to put him on the pitch count, then you know I don't know if you want that kind of guy. But he, he I'm watching him chase down running backs. He when he gets it going, he he gets it going. So um, it's all on him, right? It's all on him to 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 get that get that conditioning in and get and be a full four quarter play.
2: So villain, are you ready for Malik Willis at fourteen to the Baltimore Ravens after getting cr- their dreams crushed it. from Jordan Davis? Why do you, why
3: do you keep putting that in the air of controversy? Why do you keep doing that? No. Listen, I don't know what the Ravens are gonna do. I they should get a receiver. Um I just I don't know I, I honestly don't know what where where their heads at, what they were thinking. I mean, um I don't know. I, I see the
2: the the see they they've gotten crushed from every angle. That's the thing it's like wide receiver. There's not really a value for wide receiver at the number fourteen pick out right now. Um, I mean they could yeah. go safety, and that's they like, could go
3: safety. They have talk- go Hamilton. His, he's dropping. I think if he goes past the Ravens, I think Houston will scoop him up. Washington maybe they'll fall to Washington at sixteen. If they fall to Washington at sixteen then the, the, the Washington Commanders actually did something right for once in their life other than stealing money from their fans. But, I mean, um, which, I mean, they've been doing it for years because anybody that pays a ticket to go see them play is getting their money stolen. But, I mean, you know, we know what we're talking about here. Um, I kind of like Johnson, Jermaine Johnson right here. That's, that's who I like um, going to uh, the Ravens. Um, but, you know, I don't know what they're trying to do.
2: Um, yeah, I, yeah and this,
0: I, I think it's interesting to see uh, Hamilton's still there. Mhm.
2: Mm-hmm. He he's fallen hard, and uh, I think his um, his athleticism, his his combine numbers. So whenever people say that the combine doesn't matter, it obviously does because that's the 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 workout numbers are the only thing that are that are dropping Hamilton at this point. Um, yes, the positional value is also dropping him because we've seen like mm-hmm. Derwin James fall to like the fifteenth overall pick as well. So it's not something completely out of um out of left field for that to happen, but um we can work out numbers are gonna drop there we go.
0: Yeah, but see, exactly. When
3: you run a four what right. four five at the combine but then you run a four seven at your pro day We got a problem here. So
0: that's a big. So let's see who's this that just took Hamilton. Say it again. Kyle Hamilton to the Baltimore Ravens. That's a very good pick for that team.
3: I think so too. I, you know, honestly, I I didn't know which way they would go, but I think that is a good pick as a pick of need. Um, like I said, he had a rough pro day. When you're running a four-seven as a safety at your pro day, I don't like that. But the kid's a football player. He he's got a nose for the football. Um, he play. He can play up at the line of scrimmage. He can play in, in coverage. So I think there's some things that they could probably work out, but I think the Ravens, they need a lot of help in, on the defensive side, and you couldn't go wrong with a kid like Kyle Hamilton. He's a good kid.
0: Now, listen, you're going to have to be able to be physical with some yeah. of the receivers in this division. I mean, Cincinnati mm-hmm. uh, Cincinnati's going Cincinnati's to continue to get better uh, with the wide receivers that they have in this division. Um so you're going to need to be able to to play physical and, and have a a safety or a player that can make a difference on on that side of the ball. I I still think that they've got to get Lamar Jackson some weapons. Yeah, and and I,
3: I'm surprised they're not making a move. Um, you know, honestly, the I said it before. I think the right thing is to go trade for Debo, but I don't see that happening. I just I don't know, man. I feel like they're just asleep at the wheel, trying to get um, get their guy some help. Get get get. uh, Well, it's really controversy's (laughs) guy (laughs) some help.
2: Yeah. So (laughs) um, it is um, is interesting to see um, to, to see Hamilton beat the selection here. It because it's as as good of a player as he is, it's not really a splashy pick. It's not anything that's gonna help the the um the offense. It's not anything that's like crazy. But the Houston Texans are on the clock again with pick fifteen that they traded back from the Eagles for for a um a bevy of uh mid round picks. Um so here. Well,
0: it, it makes sense because the Texans have a lot of things to pick on that franchise I mean, to fix with that mm-hmm. franchise. They also uh, yeah. they also just took a guy who, I mean, the ceiling is very high, but the floor is very 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 low um, because of exactly. health stuff. So we'll see we'll see if he can hold up. So they better get some picks and make some of them work because. Uh listen, this is a franchise that we've been very hard on for an extended period of time and you know if Stingley turns out to be what he could be, it could be a great pick. But it could also be another reason why this franchise is in deep trouble.
2: Um, so the 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 Houston Texans, um, who did not um did not draft Trevon Walker. But right. I was listening earlier in the show. <laughs> um, ooh, that's, so yes, a veteran did get traded. Um, so, so the 23rd overall pick uh, for Marquise Brown and the 3rd, uh, wow, that's, so that means the San Francisco 49ers must, oh, the 49ers were never going to trade Debo in the division. That's, I Green so,
0: guard Texas A&M to the Houston Texans.
2: Wow. That's early. That's really. Kenyon green to the wow. Texans at 15. Wow. That is very we had early.
3: Him, where did you have him going? Um,
2: uh, we I'm had working. him going to Tampa Bay, I believe. All yeah. the way yeah. down to like 23. Um, Wow. Lake and Tomlinson, like um, comparison. Lake and Tomlinson is a very good offensive guard, um, and it was a, kind of a shame that he fell like all the way to the second, third round. Um, but, um, but yeah, not I mean, so I mean, the I case see, for Kenyatta. I'm
3: him going to to the Bengals at 31. I mean, this is a this
2: is a wow.
3: This is a this is a doozy here.
2: Um. It's not because it's because the positional value isn't there. Not because the player is particularly bad, Um, Mm -hmm. and I think that that's something that the league is starting to learn: is hey, you can get a premier guard at the fifteenth overall pick, or you can get a so-so offensive tackle, or a so-so wide receiver, or a so-so corner. Um, So that is. so that is, but that is what's, what's funny to me though, to
3: controversy because I think Z- I like Zion more than I like um, Kenyon uh, – Ke- Keon, uh, I, I I I don't know. I thought, you know, you know, it's it's really about fit, probably. But I had Zion um, uh, uh, Johnson graded a little higher. Um, I I mean, I had him going to Dallas at, at twenty four. But I think Zion out of Boston College, I had him graded higher than I had um, uh, Kenyon Green. So um,
2: interesting interesting way to go. Let's take a quick look at the other piece of news before we get into the Washington football team Um, pick. The Marquise Brown trade for number 23. So the obvious um, thought process to begin with is that the Cardinals were hoping for a wide receiver to drop to them to twenty three one of these top four guys, and mm-hmm. they don't believe that there's one worthy of that pick. that's why they made the trade because uh Brown's more expensive, and I'm sure that the Ravens are eating a good portion of that um of that money and but the the mm-hmm. weird part about it is is that the Ravens didn't select a wide receiver at that point, so they must really believe that somebody's in to fall seven round two that's going to take that production mm-hmm. or they're just going to wrap the passing game altogether. together.
0: That's the thing that leaves me scratching my head <laughs> about this. That's the, th- that's the thing that leaves me scratching my head about this franchise. I think Hamilton's a great player. I think he's a good fit uh, like defensively for that team. And, and listen, uh, we've seen guys go to the Ravens and have a lot of success at the safety position. Uh, but, I still am shocked that you didn't take a receiver. Now, maybe there was a couple of guys, and when neither one of them were there, you just felt like you couldn't pull the trigger there. But at the same time, you trade away a guy? Like, this team has got to, has really got to do more to address the the wide receiver position. They don't have enough.
2: Um, so let's move on so, to the Washington. Oh, go ahead.
0: Oh no! I was just going to ask if Villain—they've uh, uh, been hearing James and uh, me a lot tonight. Uh, are you by it, or do you want to read them off? Do you want to uh, run through really quick? We want to recap the the, the first round really quick to this point.
2: Um, so I'm going to take that as a no. Right. <laughs> right. But, well, I'm not I, I was okay.
3: literally on mute. I'm literally talking I'm on mute. I'm like, listen, I love this. <laughs> but, <laughs> so listen, so, uh,
0: um, so, do you want to recap the first round at this point? I mean, we could run through the picks for everybody that want to hear. And then yeah, hear I mean, and
3: yeah, I mean, we can run through the picks. I mean, listen, uh, Trayvon Walker, I thought he was the number one pick, freakishly athletic, going to Jacksonville. Um, Jacksonville has been getting defenders as defenders in the draft for the last few years. They, they can't miss on this one. Uh, Hutchinson, Aiden, Aiden Hutchinson going to, um, Detroit, I think, not is a steal of the draft, but it's just a good story. Um, Detroit kids staying home. Um, Stingley, I think, is a reach, but I think, to your point, he has, he has those, he has those, that potential that, you know, you, if you, if you unlock it, he could be a nice pick. Uh, Gardner, I think, you know, physical corner. Jets were getting killed in the passing game all year. I think he checks off a lot of boxes. I'm surprised he didn't go offensive um, tackle. But, I mean, if Gardner fell to him and they loved him, I think they really did. You got to do what you got to do. Giants, Thibodeau, in getting Neal, I said it, love it, love it. So, um, addressing the, the the need, the big need in the trenches on both sides of the football, Icky uh, Iquanu going to – Carolina, listen, I'm glad that they didn't go uh, quarterback, you know, getting who they thought was the best quarterback, getting the best player at that position, not to save your job. I think it's the right pick um, getting icky. Um, Drake London, he checks off a lot of boxes, big physical receiver going to the Falcons. Charles Cross going a little higher than I thought he would go, but not surprised that he went on this high. He's one of the better tackles in the draft going to the
0: the Seahawks.
3: Jets back on the back. Really really quick, Javon
0: Dotson just went, by the way.
3: Okay. um, Higher than I thought he would go. Higher than I thought he would go. Um, I know Sirius was hoping that he would fall a couple picks.
0: Let's go ahead and finish recapping to that point and then and then let us get your comments on him if you don't mind.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Garrett going to the Jets, Chris Olave going to your um to your Saints good pick up a ne- area of need. Jameson Williams, I think it's gonna be the steal of this draft because when he's healthy, he's the best uh, receiver in this draft. Jordan Davis a lot of upside. Great pick going- for the Lions. Yeah, absolutely. Jordan Davis a lot of upside going to um, to the Eagles. The Eagles trading into that pick as well. Kyle Hamilton dropping to 14, going to the Ravens. Nice pick up there. Um, addressing the secondary. The uh, Ravens got killed on a lot of passes uh, especially late in games. Kenyon Green um, going, to, um, going to the Texans. Kind of higher than we thought he would go. I mean, controversy, but like that pick because it is an area of need. Listen, get the best available if you think he is that guy. Uh, and J- Jonathan Johnson listen, he checks off a lot of boxes at the, he's a twitching receiver small, Um, gonna be a nice little slot receiver in the pros runs good routes. Um, I thought uh, we, he might drop a little bit. I had him going I actually had him going to Kansas City in, at 31, but he he moves up and gets into the to the 16 pick going to the um, to the commanders. They need a lot of help at receiver so he pair him with Warren right. and, and it nice gets gi-
0: somebody it gets somebody to take somebody heat off McLaurin
3: absolutely that's what I mean like you you, you got, now got you got another help trade Warren
0: we got another trade what we got what we got right
2: the Chargers or are on the clock the I chargers? don't see or any trade chargers.
0: though oh, I thought he said there was a trade I'm sorry uh,
2: okay. Or maybe he oh, just no. said
0: some major trade. I'm sorry, Zion Johnson to the Chargers. My bad. My apologies there. I thought okay. He so
2: we- high,
3: higher than I thought. I but listen, this is an area of need. We talked about it last night. The Chargers need to protect their investment to protect uh, Justin Herbert. To get the best lineman available. I really do. I'm telling you, I like the, I like him at guard. The guard position. I think he's. He he checks a lot of boxes. He's one of the better guards in this draft.
0: This is a great pick by the Chargers. Mary we Barry, we have to check out of here at nine, is that correct? Yeah, I think that they oh. will not let us go over, okay. so Okay, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna shut this down, man. The 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 Giants and the Lions both help themselves. Check out sports Check out the website, the blogs. Uh we appreciate uh the villain controversy. Uh check out Clubhouse on Barbershop. Thanks to T P. If it we went for him we wouldn't be here join us on all of our shows. Sunday mornings, the next one uh, For the Sunday brunch And as Timeless would say Tell a friend to tell a friend That it's the chefs again And if they don't know Now they know <laughs> Good night everybody Sports City
1: Sports City chef, chef. Sports City Sports City Chefs Sports City chef. Sports City sport Chefs Chefs Sports City, Sports City, Kaboom, Sports City Chefs is in the room, cooking up hot topics to put up on the spoon, they well in tune, blown like a flower in June, Superman vs. MF. Doom, the clouds loom, to tell a friend it's the Sports City Chefs again, pay attention, tune in, we on the set again, Sports City, Sports City, Chefs, Chefs. Woo! <laughs> Connecticut. Uh-huh.